Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello and welcome to Nobody Panic with me, Stephen Martin. And me, Tessa. Yay! And Dr. Alison Parker. The tortoise, she's here, she's roaming around, you'll probably hear her. We're, our live-in producer. We are, yeah, producer. she doesn't do anything. She's, she's dog shit. The worst producer. But, um, she's on the payroll. She's she making bangs. We are, it's been an immersive experience. We are filming it in my flat as ever. So I apologize if there's any background noise, weird children sounds. I've got a lot of weird children in my flat, guys. She keeps them here. I keep them here. This, this Tell episode. about the nice hat. Oh yes, I've bought a hat from a, from a podcast mic and it looks like a Russian socialite of leisure. It looks exquisite. It's beautiful. And I just, apparently it's supposed to stop, because whenever me and Tessa laugh, there's this big, like, <laughs> noise. It's supposed to stop that. But also, I think it just Who cares? Just looks so cute. It looks so good. She looks so cute. glamorous. Um, it really takes your breath away. <laughs> and it's so much softer than you imagine. Yeah. Um, it's not real fur. But today's episode we're going to do is how to be vegan, which, you know, it's a topic very close to my heart, because I'm constantly trying to do it. However, before we start, we're doing a live... So we're gonna we're gonna go on a break over summer from June 10th onwards, and to signify the end of this, well, I suppose the beginning of the break, we're doing a live podcast on the South Bank at the Spiegel Tent for the South Bank Festival. Spiegel Tent. It's gonna be so fun, and it's on the 10th of June in the Circus Tent. In the Circus Tent, we don't know what the topic is going to be, but it'll be something really great, and um, probably make it up on the day. Probably make it up in the day, yeah, um, as normal. But um, yeah, so um, tickets are, if you go to our Twitter page or you, if you just go on the South Bank Festival, Underbelly Festival website, you can find it on there. Just search for Nobody Panic. And uh, just we'd love to see we'd you there. We'd love to see you. It's going to be our sort of Kick last hurrah with us before we we enter hibernation. I'll be hibernating. Um, I also won't be doing the next couple of episodes. Tess is going to rope in some co-hosts. Because I'm taking some time out to become a wellness blogger. I'm not, <laughs> but like I'm just taking some time out. But then I'll be there for the I'll be there for the, for the live one. So, any fans of Stevie, just uh, come on down and cheer me. It'll just be me and Alison holding the fort. Yeah, I mean, sure. So before we get into veganism, what? Come on down. Come on down. A B. What's your adult thing? My adult thing is twofold. Oh yes, got myself an oyster. Great. Um, delicious. No, an Oyster card. Okay. I've been using my credit, my debit card. Okay. And then thought, I think it actually is cheaper if I put a bunch of money on. Oyster card for non-London listeners is where you tap in and tap out of the old underground tube. 
I've used my uh, debit card. Contactless. I'm 2019. And I, 2010. Yeah. <laughs> I've got myself an oyster. So it is cheaper. Because... It turns out I've also got, this is why it's twofold, the young person's rail card, the, the elder group. Oh, yes. The, <laughs> it's like, hang on. Uh, <laughs> As a 25-year-old. Sophomore year. The <laughs> returning, uh, what's it called when you uh, are an elder learner? Oh, postgrad. Yeah, postgrad. Mature, oh, sorry, mature, mature student. student yeah. So I'm in the mature uh, young person group. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you can stay... Yeah, and no shame. Uh, so, to, it's, so if you take the train ever, it's so useful. Yeah, that is one. Right. But you can also attach it to your Oyster card. That's great. So that yes. means you get a third off all of your underground travel. Oh my God, guys, get an Oyster. Get yeah. in. Yeah, if you are under, I don't know, 30, is that? It's 20, the young one is under 25s, and then the older one is 20, the older group. <laughs> it's, it's so <laughs> tragic being in the older group. The 26 to 30. Okay, fine. That's great. Yeah, definitely don't use your and I And it says you have to register it. And I was like, oh, boring. How long is that going to take? Two minutes. And then I went, two minutes. Yeah, I went yeah. to a man. Uh, just found any old guy to help out. That, that's how you register. <laughs> you just ask a man. And he'll show you. Mm. Um, ideally, he is a TFL worker on oh, the underground. Hopefully. And he just presses some buttons for you. Mm. And then, bing, bang, bong. <laughs> and you're traveling. That's, that's it. it. <laughs> That's it. What a what a great afternoon that that would have been for you. Um, cool, great. What, I is think, your adult thing? Wait, was that twofold? I felt because, like that was one fold. No, the first fold. The is oyster. The so it connected. It. Yeah, and the connected. The first fold is the getting the young person's rail card, and the second step is taking the further step mm. to be an adult woman traveling on the underground with an oyster card. Okay, I really like that. I've forgotten cheaply. Mine. I've forgotten mine. Just take a moment. And my other thing is obviously I've already mentioned bought a hat from a podcast. It's mic. a fantastic thing. Thought because about it, bought it. You have been thinking about it oh, for months. a really long time. Every time I edit it, I'm like, what? What's that horrible sound? Just like get a hat, get a hat. Get but a hat. I think taking the actual step to doing a thing that you've been thinking about for ages so tricky. is so huge. Mm, that every day you're like, oh my god. Yeah, that's very true. And you write it on your endless to do list, but you actually did it, Stephen. I'm I did so it. proud of Thank you. Thank you. I think I'm gonna cry. But... If those tears, I could not drink them because they're. Animal products. It was a weird segue. <laughs> Better than mine, which what? was just vegan. Mm. Uh, yeah, uh, those tears will be pure and environmentally mm. friendly. They will be because you're a vegan. Thank you. Well, no, so well. I'm vegan. quite bad at it because. Um, so uh, yeah, this this, this episode is basically like how to go vegan. Um, but if if you're not interested in going vegan, I think it'll just be a great laugh. Do you know what I mean? Like, st- I think stay stay for the gags. Stay for the, <laughs> stay for the gags as always. Yeah. But I think in but go vegan. <laughs> I think every one of us mm. should be making a step towards towards it. it. Yeah, that is so true. And I think it's something that even if that is just like one night a week, you're like maybe I won't have meat. Exactly. That's a positive. so a sort of one baby step in the right direction. And also, it obviously gets a terrible rap being a mm, vegan. God, and, so boring. And then in the last couple of years, it's been very much the sort of mainstay. Uh, many, many, many comedians have done a joke to the equivalent of like, um, uh, are there any vegans in tonight? Uh, no, of course there are. We'd already two know week. about it. Oh yeah, well there's another one two week. week. They fainted a lot of that. It's good stuff because the average comedy audience is like, yes, another burger. Denise in the office is a twat. She's a vegan. And unfortunately, sometimes there is a crossover between the twats and the vegans. Oh, but there's there's twats everywhere. Absolutely. But when you do find, of course, it's like when you, it's like, it's no way to say that if you're a vegan, you're a twat. Absolutely not. But sometimes you do meet someone really annoying. 
And when they're a vegan, you go, of course, course you are. Vegan, yeah. Of course you are. And that is such Five, a shame. Five, four, three, two, one. And as a vegan, I... Yeah. And you're like, oh, what a shame for the vegan community who are, yes. without fa- without a doubt, doing the best thing. Doing so, the Lord's work. Doing the Lord's work. So for us to be like, the boring group. Well, this, so with the climate change thing, which we're not going to go too deep into... Because it's frightening. Tess has got some scary facts. The world's on fire. The world's on fire. That's fact one. But and um, we now sort of for, for ages. I think I felt a bit like, oh yes, climate change and the world is quite bad. But there's so many things. To, how? Which one to pick? What? What can I do to help? And then now we do know. Now yes. it's air travel, eating meat. And Danae was another one. Oh, having a baby. That's yeah. probably quite a bad one as well. It's less, Those three. No, sorry, it's less having a baby because I was looking into this. Oh, and yeah. Being like, well, I can never It's conceive. more molding a baby. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's less than having the baby because if you are yourself having a baby or desperately want a baby, um, it's more the um, responsible living of the baby. Yes. You know, there's a statistic that like 12 billion people, even though obviously the population is expanding and at such an enormous rate. And good luck to everyone. And good luck to us all, yes. is what we say. You know, there's however many billion of us. We could quite easily live contentedly and happily and not fuck up the planet. No yeah. problem. And a million people could do untold damage. Right. So it's less about the having the people. It's that when we have the people, you raise that baby responsibly. Yeah, and, and it's actually it's so difficult because things like just nappies, mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah, of course you could get like compostable nappies but they're like so expensive yes. and that baby is going through some naps you know like <laughs> absolutely racking out that shit um so you need to change them constantly and just just that i mean there's a million other other things but like it's it, nothing is set up for normal people with normal incomes or below average no. incomes especially you have to just buy the cheapest stuff and the cheapest stuff is bad well, for the what environment a mcdonald's cheeseburger is 89 <gasps> pence oh it's absolutely delicious it's delicious or you could go to whole foods and spend 4.99 on a cacao bowl 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 <laughs> a bowl a ball a one tiny ball that is the size oh, of a ping pong ball and I you'll bought... eat and be like well that was rancid i went to there's a theatre in london south bank um quite close to where we're doing our live podcast um called the national theatre and i went in there just popped in there for a snack I was, sing, I was seeing a show. The, just pop into the national for a cacao. For, for a cacao. And, but, there, but there was, I'm vegan and there wasn't anything there that I could eat apart from like a pot of hummus but nothing to dip it in. So I was like, this Perfect. is rubbish. No, because there was no spoon. I was a bit like, I don't want to be seen in the, in the nash. The nash. Licking a hummus Licking bowl. hummus bowl. Being like, oh. So I bought, I was just like, oh, there's this new sort of like vegan chocolate. I'm like, cool. Bought it. 3 mm. And it was the size of my finger. Like it was tiny. And then when, when you opened the sustainable packaging, it said, you've just planted a tree. I was like, well, that's nice. Thank you. But why can't we plant trees with like cheap chocolate? Like, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, why are why is it only rich people who were able to buy? Th- and I'm not even a rich person. I nearly choked when she said three ninety nine, please. But I was so embarrassed that I did the thing that I always do. She's like, great, absolute bargain. If I'm honest, well, I can't stand once you it. bought me um, a chocolate frog from a. Uh... A sweet shop. Oh yeah, did I? Yeah, did I was... complain about it? No, it you so didn't. Expensive. You kept it quiet. Right. But then it was like a Harry Potter chocolate frog. Yes. And I said, "Thank you. That's what a lovely treat. Thank you so much." And then the back said like seven ninety nine. Yes. And I was like, Stevie, did you pay this much for this frog? And you were like, Oh yes. And I was like, Why did you do that? And you're like, Because at the till she said it. Twenty four. Three frogs. Twenty four pounds. Yeah, or whatever. And you were like, Absolutely. Bargain. Thank you. That's great. Thank you so much. I get for your very time. upset at the till, and I can't back out. No, well, so what, number one, back out the till. Yeah, how to go vegan. Number one, back out the till. Have the strength to back out the till. Number two, one of the problems of um, fantastic corporations like these tree planting shitty Mm. chocolate people Mm. is that when you try and do a good thing, 
people get themselves very into uh, doing all of the good things. Yes, absolutely. So it's like, we're doing this uh, vegan chocolate, and it's like, and therefore our paper needs to be sustainable, and yeah. we don't have any plastic, and we need to do all of these things, and then the, the costs just rack up because you're trying to do all of the stuff perfectly. Yeah. And that's kind of the same as a person. If I, for example, I was going to say, I am, I keep saying like, I'm vegan. I'm not, because I struggle, when I don't eat eggs, I struggle to get protein in mm. so I get quite ill um, and that's not that's just me being a bad vegan because mm. I'm you can get enough protein that's one of the things that people are always like well how do we get protein you absolutely can but I'm lazy and as we've spoken about many times on the podcast I don't really cook very well I'm not great business whereas if I have like four eggs in an omelette in the morning you're like right well I'm on my She's way a I'm a go in order to offset it my guilt I have to buy incredibly expensive eggs that's just my burden that's how I choose to offset the, the like, oh god, I buy eggs. I just buy like, I don't know, they're all like named. <laughs> yes, this is Barbara. Um, the, if you are trying to get into good eggs, uh, the Burford House, uh, the Clarence That's House, the one ones, that I get. Are they, are they, they are good eggs. Prince Charles selects them himself. Oh my god! Wow, that must take so much time. <laughs> yeah, that's why I look so tired <laughs> yeah, all the time. Exhausted. Uh, he's trying so hard um, but no th- it's so easy to do various like loopholes raising chickens yeah. that are like they're organic corn fed chickens you know like how delicious but it was like probably injected into their eyeballs yes. like, out in the cage happy know? eggs guys happy eggs happy aren't eggs happy are the absolute worst Let's not, I don't know if we can go into it because I get really upset but guys just don't it. Yeah, just not don't, for now if you want to I think with all, the, all of these things if you're like oh but I want to know more why didn't these girls do their research oh we have we've done it we just decided, we chose we made the choice that we didn't want you to know ignorance is blind yeah just take the Burford house chicken yeah or or what my main point was so I beat myself up a lot about the egg thing I don't know if you've noticed but if you're vegetarian you're vegan or you literally say you're anything I don't know a celiac anything and then they see you eating something like so the other day I was eating a waitrose vegan plowman's cheddar platter 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 of cheese yes no I was eating a plowman's cheddar Cheddar Plowman's sandwich that is, but it's not, it's vegan cheese. And I ran into somebody that I haven't, that I haven't seen for a while, but like I do know, and they were like, oh, thought, thought you were vegan. And you're like, it's a vegan, it's obviously because I am vegan, so it's a vegan cheddar cheese. It's, like, it's just like, I get off vegan. my back, and then you know? Your eyes and just also, turn black. You just, I, I just turned black, and, ran, and then blood ran down the face. Lightning comes out of the it heavens. Is, it is vegan. It's vegan. I, I am a vegan. I'm, I'm a vegan. vegan. I'm a vegan. Like, people are so quick to kind of jump on people. So, say if someone's vegetarian and they decide, like, okay, well, I'll, you know, I'll have some shrimp. And they're like, I thought, well, I thought you're vegetarian. So what? You 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 eat, you eat shrimp now? Uh, you're mm. like, come on, come let people on. live. It's really difficult to do this stuff. There are only about, I think, there are only like 500. I think I saw the, the 540,000 vegans that we know about. Because I mean, no one's asked me if I'm vegan, so no one knows I mean, that. that we know about. Well, like, how do people get that stat? It, Where does the stat come from? Uh, the Veganism Society. There's um, only 540,000 of them. Yeah, full vegans. Where in the country? Uh, in the UK. There's 1.2 million Wiccans. I can't believe there's only half half well, the number of vegans. This is just according to the latest research by the Vegan Society. But apparently That's it's so been going few. up. But also, there's nowhere to register that you're a vegan. So there'll be no, way more than no that. Checked. The point is, is that like, you know, we're very quick to like label ourselves being like, oh, I'm a vegan. And then you're like, no, I'm a, I'm a bad vegan. Or yes. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a meat eater. But like, I just spend my whole life in 
feeling guilt about eating meat. It's like, it's not our fault that we've been put in this situation where we've spent like the first however many years of our life being like, eat this, eat this, do this, fly everywhere. Here's some plastic, isn't it great? And now, and now it's like, by the way, all of that is actually killing the world. And you're like, but I've literally grown up with live. it. Now, I, what, what are we supposed to do? So we have to just try our best. Changed. I think on the, oh, I thought you were vegan and uh, mm. you're having a shrimp. Uh, issue I think part of that stems from um, if you look at like Extinction Rebellion for example who are protesting up and down the country oh yeah uh, recently bringing climate change to the fore because the world's on fire and we've got 12 years and uh, not before the world burns just before before it becomes the tipping point before it becomes we've we've passed the point of no return again have a look if we start going into it we'll talk very very fast and start crying because we're all very stressed out about it so just keeping it light keeping it light keeping it light anyway so Emma Thompson um, you all know Emma Thompson Nanny McPhee and other work. <laughs> that was the first one you went for. Oh, but she's unrecognisable. I can love I actually. The, she's the love actually um, plot that you always cry at because Alan Rickman's cheating is on it her. Love or or is it love? Okay, because <laughs> no, hasn't classic. seen love actually. <laughs> no, is it love actually or is it no? When she says no, that's you, that's is you it go just boss. <laughs> that's you, no, Grant? No, says, says love actually is all around us. He says. Um, Everybody does say actually as well in it. Do you know? Yeah. Um, it's just facts. Uh, and also in all of Richard Curtis's work, uh, his first girlfriend left him for a man called Bernard. So there is a bad character called Bernard in every one of his movies. That's good. Anyway. Uh, veganism. Veganism. Uh, or the anyway, that you want. So she comes down to the protest and she's talking and she's wearing her dungarees and she's been all cool and yeah. wonderful. And, you know, various tabloids ran with, um, you know, climate protester Emma flew here on a, on a plane. Everyone was saying that she was a hypocrite. Yes. It's what always happens. Everybody, you know, you see lovely, incredible Greta Thunberg, amazing girl with the... Yeah, I know, yeah. I mean, she's also the, cli- the leader of the Extinction yes, Rebellion. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but she also has pigtails. But crucially, the pigtails, everyone. Yeah. And to which, you know, as soon as a child comes to prominence who is, like, unquestionably doing the Lord's work, yeah. you know, who's without fail doing trying a good thing. Trying to save the world. Trying to save the world. And rather than getting behind her, you know, all these uh, mostly old men um, come out of the woodwork being like, my mother was in Eurovision. You're like, yeah. who so? gives a shit? Like, what's that got to do with anything? My mother's a baker. Yeah, what's you're that? like, so? <laughs> like, it's basically the throwing stones from a distance, like, yeah. rather than... And the embarrassment of having looking... a 16 year old tell you exactly what you know is and you've correct. done wrong and you've ignored. And rather than look in the mirror and say, gosh, you're right, I am bad, it's like, ugh, actually, I want to... You're weird. Rather (laughs) than just letting somebody be higher than you, you're like, I need to bring them down to my level, rather than me trying to raise myself up. Yeah, absolutely. Very good. It's good, wise stuff. It's good, wise business. Anyway, veganism. Veganism is a simple thing that you can do, but you don't have to go full vegan, but, like, it's a simple move towards it. And since I have been attempting, it is easier than I thought it would be, the only annoying thing is everyone being like, oh, how'd you do that? And you have to talk about it a lot. People ask you like, oh, so you're vegan. Oh, so what do you eat? Why do you, and you're like, I just don't want to talk. Why, I don't ask you what you eat. It's quite a, it's a weird question. So number one could be don't say. Don't, don't say. Don't tell anyone. Don't say And anything. if you could begin at home and be a, yes. a vegan in the A vegan in the sheets. In the sheets. A vegetarian <laughs> in the streets. A meat eater up the clock tower. A meat eater up the clock tower. Uh, a meat eater 
at your aunt Janet's. Sure. Who's going to say, oh, oh what wedding can we feed you? And everyone's like, yeah. Well, are you so, doing any allergens? And everyone's like, oh, shut up. Don't say if that. If it's yeah. easier, you know, just to be like, no, lovely, whatever. There's whatever. The steak's there. I'll eat the steak that's been made. Thank you so much. Yes. So maybe that's much easier and less stressful than being like, I now give myself this label. Maybe remove the label. Yeah. And be like, if I'm, or you know, you stop buying meat in the supermarket, or whatever. But if you've gone to someone's house, much easier to be like, thank you for this lovely lasagna. Of course, yes. Um, but of course, you know, you don't have to. You you can also you can also do it in like a fun way. That's just like, oh yeah, I'm vegan. And then when they ask, just be like, oh, it's boring to talk about, isn't it? And then they will agree because it is boring. And mm. then you just change the subject and, and you just everyone say something fine. like, um, it's forty percent of all the carbon emission in the world, <laughs> and uh, it's more than all of transport combined. Is so it? Uh, yeah, all of transport combined. Meat, meat, the production Jesus. of meat. Jesus Christ. It's the felling of the rain. It's obviously the methane from the farts, which is so the cow funny farts. that it's yeah. very hard to take it seriously. Yeah. And it's the felling of the rainforests to <sighs> make the fields for the cows. Oh, God. Okay. And then it's the transportation. I think that's the thing that and you the say water. in your head. The water. The water's a big thing, isn't it? Also, like, people are, people are so quick. Like, I ordered a vegan thing. Or no, no, I didn't even. I just ordered a thing. And someone was like, oh, you're vegetarian? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, are you vegan? And I was like, Yeah. And then it sparked this whole thing where this guy was like, it's actually um, worse to be vegan for the environment um, than it is to not be. Um, Because I don't know if you know, but almond milk, um, uh, you know, uses this amount of water. And I was like, I don't drink almond milk. The thing is... And also, even if I did, shove it up your ass, I I read those extensively because various um, people I follow on Facebook, you know, in the same way of the, rather than attempting to raise to your level, I'll just cut you down. Put out the like, oh, veganism is actually worse for the planet. Shit. And their their arguments were like full straw man arguments. They were like, this is nonsense. When he said that, it was like, oh, well, we don't have any, um, this conversation isn't going to go anywhere good because you're not correct. Yes. So I can't (laughs) do anything here. If you think you've read like one statistic on Lad Bible and you've decided that that's the case. Yeah, but all the scientists saying the best thing you can do is go plant-based and not fly. And you're like, actually flying's great for the environment. You're like, well, great. I can't really talk to you then, can I? Yeah, it's probably the end of this relationship. Goodbye. So then I divorced him. Oh. Twist. We were were married. (laughs) Twist. What a twist. What a twist. Absolutely whiplash from that. (laughs) You do want want to go vegan. I think the easiest thing to do if you do eat meat now is to do it as ever in stages. So you just try to transition into vegetarianism. Maybe it shouldn't have a label. Maybe it should be called progressive plant. Person. Progressive plant. When you want to turn into a progressive plant person, oh, I feel like that was worse. Yeah, yeah, a plant person, a plant man, a leafman, Uh, planty. Oh God, my, that reminds me of my dead plant, planting. I wonder why. <laughs> yeah. Not even, okay, you know what? No, no, no labels. Name. Just in stages. First, just try to get rid of meat and try and look for, and don't think about like looking on the labels for whether it's vegan or not, but just look for like meat substitutes. Because there are some that are a bullshit, but there are some that are all right. Like for example, like corn mince is actually genuinely great mm. like um bolognese things like that and it's got loads of protein in it and it is very you know it's really good if you're when you're sort of transitioning in into trying kind of eat less meat have also it's quite fun i found it quite fun going to like i don't shop at places like waitrose but sometimes i'll go in and i'll just get the kind of fancy meat substitutes from there and everything mm. else from from tesco I'm Tesco in the streets, Waitrose in the sheets. Absolutely. But uh, Waitrose, when I'm eating meats. There we go. <laughs> um, but And some of them, you're like, that's bullshit. Mm. So I would argue, I, I would say like, don't go and be like, I'm going to buy, buy this one sausage. And on that, 
rests whether I get rid of meat because that sausage could be balls it could be mm. like a rubbish one but there are so many different varieties now it's quite fun to like try it out so like if one doesn't work I'll just try, try the next one now I've found loads of things that are actually really tasty and really nice and some of them are very close to meat some of them aren't but they just don't taste they just sort of like give the meal a bit of a kick up the arse you know um, and there's yeah there's so much but I don't think you have to you you have to just like see it as like a fun challenge, not as a thing that's going to be like, well, this is absolute nightmare. Because it isn't. The only time it is a nightmare is when you are um, eating out. That is yes. that is a nightmare because nobody wants to go to like you know the 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 vegan place. It doesn't have a name. It's just a symbol. And God, I went fed by water. Fed by water. Yeah, there's that place, and it's really nice in in Dalston. But trying to get someone to go there with me, I, I've only I've eaten there four times. It's been on my own every single time. That's for the best. It's for the best. Yeah, I think eating out is like, we'll just do, we'll deal with that in a minute because that's quite hard. But in terms of buying stuff, it, you can just see it's like a fun challenge and just don't don't worry about eggs. Don't worry about like milk if you're like, well, I love cheese. That cheese is the hard one. So you can leave that last. Or if you're like, I hate cheese, don't care about it. Get rid of it first. Like pick, you know, pick, pick your, your own thing. Pick your battles. And okay. then if you, if you can't give, like if there's something you just can't give up, you're doing better than somebody who's not trying at all. I yes, you've, you've come... You've come 1% of the way, and that's better than 0%. Absolutely. And also, if the thought of finding, like, a corn sausage or something does not excite you, remember that... It excites like... me. <laughs> yes. I realise yeah. I sound very lame there. So you find it really fun trying to find... No, 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 you, you do. I'm just saying, like, if it personally, I don't want to have, like, a... So if the idea of a substitute doesn't thrill you, yeah. um, a lot of Indian meals are already vegetarian. Yeah, you know, yeah, and so yeah. A lot of Jamaican culture, a lot of Indian food, a lot of, like, yeah, areas Turkish, which, like... Yeah, like, like, loads of Turkish food. Like, all that. Like, it doesn't have to be that, like, plastic bake that bacon, facon, or whatever. Oh, God, I can't stand that. It doesn't that, have to yeah. be those things. You could have a Turkish breakfast that has, yes. you know aubergines and hummus and all delicious absolutely stuff and that doesn't have to there's, be um, there's a really good book called I Could Never Go Vegan and that's a it's a re- good like starting off point, off point for like a re- recipe books because it's got like loads it's got like really good like desserts and stuff in there it's also got like quite simple meals and things like that I think just start like looking at loads of different vegan meals because oh, some of them look really boring sure a mushroom on a bun that's not a vegan burger but people will tell you it is mm. but there mm. are so many great instagram profiles to follow that have just excellent recipe ideas and also there's um this great place called um a great profile called accidentally vegan and they there are so much stuff in just normal supermarkets that you don't realize a bit like oreos are vegan for example like yeah things like that you're like that's cool and so you can you don't have to eat boring shit like no. at all it's like when you if you try and um, go gluten-free you can buy like the really quite crappy like gluten-free flour mm. or you can get this fantastic chickpea flour this amazing chickpea flour that obviously just makes us more sort of a savory thing but you can make sweet stuff with it that yeah. is really cheap and really great and it's good for you it's and it's really good it. for you yeah. and it was all it's been on the shelf for 50 years it's not a response to like the gluten-free movement it's like yeah. it's already good and nice and so if you go into a slightly different aisle in the supermarket you're like oh a treasure trove yeah there's all yeah, this yeah. stuff here that yeah. isn't like trying to pander to a market it's just like already is plant-based yeah, naturally plant-based mm. yeah yes and also the moment you start going on like like you start following those Insta- like vegan Instagram things and looking online you see like it's really helpful seeing people chat to each other about like oh this is a substitute that worked for me like I didn't realise like I don't everyone knows I make a mug cake uh, quite a lot uh, put loads of ingredients in a mug put it in the microwave put it off for 90 seconds have time for life but like you know you put eggs so I don't really make cakes but I make very simple cakes but like um, oh you're talking you, to the inventor of pan pudding so don't, <laughs> don't I thought you were looking me. blank but actually you were just like yes I was just agreeing um, like, but like I didn't realise that you can um, 
if you can't have eggs in like if you're making like a proper cake for example like if you don't want to use an egg you can use applesauce or you can use a, a banana so you can there's there are things that are just genuinely like just as easy as cracking an egg that you can put in a cake and no one will know the difference mm. at all if you're somebody who doesn't really bake very much and like it's like well, yeah, well like ready meals and like there's loads of those now so accidentally vegan's excellent because it just shows you like all the ready meals in like morrison's or um sainsbury's and tesco and also of course waitrose where you can just grab stuff and like You'll be in a lot of hummus. If you're into hummus, it's a good it's good news because hummus is the best. If not, try and like it. Try and or like it. Choose a different it. dip. Guacamole. Make your own. If Anthony from Queer Eye Store does nothing, <laughs> it's that if you smash an avocado, it becomes guacamole. It becomes guacamole. It's fine. Also, there's this other thing which lots of chefs use, even not because it's vegan, just because it's better and creamier. There's this um, mayonnaise called veganaise, and it's a little bit more expensive, so it could be a treat, but it's absolutely excellent because mayonnaise was one of the big ones that I was like I don't feel like the eggs and mayonnaise are happy I feel like those chickens mm. were not having a good time so I'm trying to um like eat the Burford whatever they're called the lovely brown with like orange mm. eggs I think oh, it's Burford House I think it's Burford House oh there's also Clarence House mm. ones as well it's just delicious and they just taste so much nicer as well and try and like get rid of the eggs when you see in a product like it has egg in it I'm a bit like mm, do I really want this and if I really want it I have it but if, it, if, but if I'm like no I'm on the fence I just don't because it's just and then that makes me feel like well I'm doing something I'm trying in some way and also like yeah people that um I know who still eat me they have like two days a week they won't and 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 it kind of works I think it I think it's I think that's the way to do it is be like oh on Mondays yeah start with Mondays and because that's a boring day anyway yeah oh no hang on wait a minute because on Monday aren't you like oh god I've got to go back to work and then you might want like a lovely bacon lettuce and tomato sandwich feels like meat's very comforting for people. Like, sausage and mash, because it's like, Monday's shit. Whereas if it's like, a Wednesday, you're like, oh, I don't care about Wednesday. Make that vegetarian. Who cares about Wednesday? Mm, you make really good points. Choose your day at leisure. Choose your day at leisure. Choose your day. We Pick can't day. dictate to you which day. And then it doesn't Guys. feel overwhelming, because it's just one day. You can do one day, for you God's sake. And then I would make a list of your most high-priority I'd start with the meats, and then when you're feeling braver, transition to your dairy, and make a list of, like, starting at the top, like, the things that you will find the hardest, and I imagine, like, burgers, bacon, steak, sure. would be high, high um, contenders, yeah. and then... Cheese. Cheese. Big one. Um, but if you're like, chicken, you know what? Goodbye, chicken. Goodbye, chicken. And then you're like, oh, great, I just don't eat chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the thing I don't do. That's a great and start. And then it means that when you're in a restaurant, I don't eat chicken, and, because uh, we have them... But also, but it, and it's the least environmentally helpful one to stop having chicken. But <laughs> okay. it's also it was the easiest one for me. So I was like, Fine. and also when you see them walking around, you don't want to eat them coming in the kitchen to say hello. It's hard to eat a chicken, but I've never really liked chicken anyway. So it's no way boring, am I it? impressive over here. Um, um, but it's so easy then when you're looking at a menu, your eyes just like skim over chicken because you're like, I don't eat chicken. Yeah, I had a really easy. My uh, switching out milk for oat milk was like the easiest thing in the world yeah. because I'm not that like, it tastes sort of the same on cereal and it's kind of fine but I know my boyfriend really likes tea and the idea of not having normal milk and tea would is like Ugh, no I don't want that so yeah. that would be difficult for him but like yeah you might be listening being like I live and die by the chicken I, <laughs> I must have chicken I love it I have it every single day in which case fine which is the one that is your which where's your give and take in which yeah. case give it away When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. 
Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Pretty much all of the advice for how to go vegan is like slowly transition. And then each time you can be like, okay, just reevaluate. Okay, so what am I eating? Is there anything that can grow? And is there anything that, because also weirdly your taste buds uh, adapt with you. So mm. I found out, I didn't go vegan because of uh, environmental reasons. I um, am allergic to dairy and I didn't realize for a long time, I was quite ill. And then um, genuinely cutting out cheese made me very upset. Like I found it so upsetting. I was really, really sad. And then I found BioLife cheese, which is like, it just tastes like Edam, you know, quite mm. like just plain cheese and it it, just, it completely revolutionized my whole life like it was so amazing to find something so well this is cheese is like you know you have be- beans on toast and then you shave some cheese, some cheese on, and on and it. suddenly it's a meal you yeah. can put, if you put hot cheese on anything it's and a meal it's a meal pasta with pasta that was actually the sound like pasta with pasta sauce and no cheese it's like I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Like, I don't know what's happening. My meal's bald. My meal a bald is bald. meal. Mm-hmm. That was the hardest thing for me. But I still managed to kind of, like, find a way. And now, I'm... Uh, now, like, there's, as the more and more cheeses are being made and, like, all of the supermarkets have their own, some of them are horrific. My God. But some of them are amazing. Like, um, BioLife has a new feta, which is genuinely gorgeous. Like, it, it's so creamy and, and delicious. But now, when I, I've accidentally had cheese, um, like, once or twice in the last, like, five years, and it tastes odd to me, so mm. that my taste buds completely switched. Which, sure, that could sound quite upsetting and sad, but actually it's quite good because it means that, yeah, you just, like, adapt. It's like when, when people have had sugar for, like, a year, and they're like, actually, it's, I find apples really sweet now. And you're like, God, you're boring, but also how have your taste buds done that? That's amazing. Mm. If you slowly make your way, then your your mouth will catch up. Sounds weird, doesn't it? But it Yeah, start your feet moving. It is true. Towards a different aisle. Yes. The other thing that people forget about vegan is it's not just what you put in your mouth. Oh, no. So, leather. Yes, okay. Leather and wearing wearing animals. If you're somebody who's listening, you're like, but I can't live without my new 
newly shot fur coat. <laughs> like, well, I don't know. Just don't do that. I think if you're wearing new fur, like, there's a reason come people on. get paint thrown on them. Like, come also, on. Also, it's quite horrifying. Like, sometimes you see the little paws on it. And you're like, what are you, like... Awful. It's awful. People genuinely still do the thing where it's like, oh, look, that's a head of an animal. Uh, if you're doing that, I think uh, don't do that. I think that's I think that's one of the easiest switches. Fake fur, dreadful for the environment. Really, really bad. It's all like microfibers and they'll just get everywhere. But like, it's better than shooting an animal, I think. Uh, the old old fur. Old fur! Oh my God, Go into there. the bin! <laughs> <laughs> Go into an old woman's bin outside a mansion. <laughs> I'm guessing that's where you're going from. No, vintage shops. Go to vintage Go shop. to a car boot sale. But I think it's still weird. Like, because old fur is like, oh look, that's, that's the fox's head on that scarf. And then if you wear it, you look like a, you look like, you're from the Game of Thrones, the North. Yeah. It's too bad. It's not good. I think that's... It's not a fashion, fashionable thing to wear an actual animal, is it? Is I it? think if the... No, no, no. I just think... Like a black fur coat, though, sure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, there's, there's no paws or little feet or No, hoofs. like a coat. And given that it's already there... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you... If you I'm saying if you fancy a fur coat, you go can. get an old one, for right. heaven's sake. Uh, yeah, of course. Absolutely. It'll be £10. Probably pay to have it custom... Custom made after you've bought a probably good <laughs> for the price you'd pay for a new fur coat. Yeah, it's like thousands of pounds. Yeah, yeah. go buy yourself an old one, and then like, it doesn't really fit properly. Like, we'll spend the spare cash. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then you'll be like, I just got this from a car boot, and it was like just. <laughs> <laughs> That's Tessa telling me about her fur coat. I just got this from a car I just boot, got this, and, and it's got a little face on it. I think I do that with I'm so jealous of people who've managed to like in any way customise anything. Yeah, I can see that that was something that you've been thinking about just in general. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like I met people where I'm like, oh my goodness, your coat's amazing. And like, thank you, I just had it made. Yeah, or like, I did it taken in. I had it taken and in like, and I designed oh. it. And like, <laughs> I, I just found this from a vintage shop and then I cut the sleeves and lapel off and now it's amazing. And yeah. I'm like, I've never successfully cut the sleeves or lapel off anything. I don't think I haven't tried. Oh, yeah. I tried to do, um, you know, when I was younger, like, oh, uh, these jeans are too short. Pop them into shorts. I can't do oh it. My Couldn't God. do that. Could not did, do that. Oh, did you look like you were like a lost boy or lost something? Lost boy. Um, either too long or too short, mm. or one's too long and one's the other's too yeah. short, or the pocket things, the inside pockets are flapping below where I've cut them. That's uh, quite trendy these days. It is, but that's only if it's like hemmed properly, like not mm. if it's like wonky and the pockets are yeah, hanging yeah, out. Yeah. Uh, really bad. Like, And it was really like, but hang on, so if I can't do this, I'm not going to start like lopping off collars and no. like, just, I'll just turn it into a little crop top. Good, good for you. Yeah, um, too much, oh. too much. I'm really um, carrying the weight of that around. Yeah, tailoring. Yeah, because I wouldn't. I was like, I don't think many people buy big, big fur coats and have them tailored because they're quite big and they're supposed to be quite like that. But you clearly t- tailoring was on your mind. Is what I'm saying. I was just thinking about that time. Do you remember we once went to that vintage kilo sale many years ago with the pouring rain? Yes. And I said we used to get there really early because the queue would be so big, and then we were there for hours. Two people, two people. It okay. was us. Yeah. It was us, and we yeah. were the queue. Um, oh, but you then... kept holding up this stuff, being like, "I'll probably just get it taken out." Yeah. It's like <laughs> exactly. So I bought so much stuff that day because you filled a bag for a pound or something. Yeah. So obviously I was like carting home kilos of the stuff. And I bought this fur thing there that I was like, I'm going to make, like, trims to things. I was like, I'll right. take this fur and I'll make, like, 
a trim, a, a, a calf You're trap. obsessed with calf I just think, look, one time I saw a girl with a fur calf. I know. I, I want to make a calf. Anyway, then it lived under the sofa, in the drawer under the sofa for years. Until my housemates uh, threw it out. Yeah, well, that's what happened. I remember there was a lot of, on, on that day, a lot of, of, of Tessa holding up, like, hideous clothing and being like, this said uh, detailing though. <laughs> and you're like, yes. <laughs> But look at the rest of it. Like, just pop that detailing on, pop on something else. You're absolutely not going to do that. I behave at those things as as though I run a a vintage couture shop and have for years. And I'll be like, oh, that'll be perfect for... Or I'm running, doing the costume department for a children's play. Yeah, definitely. It's lovely to watch, but terrifying for you. I remember saying like, but what if there's a production of Fantastic Mr. Fox or something and I've got this there? And I'm like, but I don't work at a primary school. Yeah, that will never... No one will ever say that to you. No one will ever say to me, Um, have you got any fur? So, but anyway, back to the The point is, sorry... Shop secondhand. Uh, there's a website called ThreadUp, which uh, takes unsold like sample stock and things, and so things were otherwise going to landfill, whatever. Great. And then it sells those on. And also, there's an Instagram girl called The Salvage Project who just does secondhand stuff on her Instagram, but it's just Amazing. like puts a picture. Instagram is such a like you put a picture up, you say like anyone want this. Then you just buy it. Then you say, like, DM me and I'll give you my bank details and then they put it in the post. You're yeah, like, it's amazing. Oh, yeah. Of course we can we've, just do that. We've taken total control of, like, e-commerce. Yeah. People just putting something there, stories being like, anyone want this? Yeah. And, and, then, and, and things like, you know, you, just looking at, obviously it's a whole different podcast because it's about, like, fashion now. But, like, things like, obviously, you know, getting some lovely leather boots. You're like, or not. <laughs> like, get yeah. them secondhand like there will be that that style that exact style might, might not be there but maybe hold out and find find it on ebay maybe because that's mm-hmm. someone who's bought it and then is selling it on that's not just like new they're not they're not making it they're not and that is just for the price difference but i'm also sorry that my tortoise is walking quite loudly in the background if you can hear that i'm sorry but that is also probably more environmentally friendly as well because it's, it's not already been bought once stuff, it's already been bought once so you're 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 doing them a favor because otherwise they'd be in the bin it is tricky as well. Like I didn't realize that honey wasn't vegan. I've been eating honey. Like I've been like support the bee industry. Mm. Just I don't even like honey. Absolutely, good. but apparently the bee industry is very the honey industry is really bad and like really sad. There's definitely harm free honey out there. Yes, there is. And like it's that awful thing that we were saying about how like farmers markets are bullshit because they're just so expensive and so not for everybody. But if you can afford to go to those things and get like you know, locally sourced honey or locally sourced. It's so much better than getting it from a supermarket. But realistically, lots of people can't do that. I can't do that. So I just have to try and do, try and minimise what I do do and try and make sure that, you know, okay, fine, I'm going to spend all my money on eggs. And that means that I buy the really cheap chopped tomatoes in a can. <laughs> sure. Like things like that. They're like, right, you just have to, you just have to do the best that you can. And I hope it didn't sound preachy because I just, I don't think it's we should be preaching. But I'm prepared to get on Greta Thunberg's wagon here and be like, we it's the time to preach. It's the time to preach. Yeah, it really is. And and I think look choose, into it. choose one expensive area. Like, are you gonna invest in nice eggs or nice plastic free toilet roll or something in your life? You're like, you can't yeah. have all of the things at this level. Yeah. But maybe you pick one, you're like, This is my contribution. This is my thing. Where and I'm prepared to not eating meat even just for a couple of days a week is so much better than eating meat. Mm. That fact about the transport thing has blown my dick off it's amazing um a positive bit of <gasps> Please, fact let's end on the positive some positive stuff this is something i've been obsessed with for a really long time um it's cult- uh, cultured meat or grown meat mm-hmm. um so the idea that you can grow meat in like a stem cell christ in, in a, a lab in a lab okay right and so you're like what well, if you can like when they started 3d printing a lung or whatever <laughs> yeah remember those really days 
It's like, okay, now there's a long they... there. Like, I don't <laughs> Printed just... along. Or it doesn't matter what they do and how they explain it and how many times I see it. In my head, I just think of a piece of paper coming out and of a, a picture of a long. Yeah, yeah. you're like, well, I guess that's I, a long now. I put that in my body. Yeah. 3D printing blows my mind. It's too much. I don't... I, anyway, so once I started doing that, I was like, well, just keep printing the meat then. Yeah, like, of course. Just put... What's the problem? What's the problem here? I just started shouting at the scientists, knocking on the window, being like, grow a, grow I've a steak. sorted it out, guys. Print a steak. Anyway, so I looked into why it is so difficult, and obviously because it's science and they're trying really hard. Yes. Um, but people are giving it a good go. Yeah. So me shouting has, has helped. Well done. Winston Churchill in 1931 even said, we'll soon escape the absurdity of growing a whole chicken in order to eat just the breast or wing by growing these parts separately under a suitable medium. So even way back then, before they could even conceive of the technology, They're they like, understood the idea that, like, this. this is stupid. Yeah. And that's in the 30s, way before we we really fucked up. Yeah. Um, we, <laughs> and then continued to fuck up for yeah. years. Um, and so they have, basically since the 70s, been really taking it seriously. And in 2012, they managed to produce a burger that was a completely... Uh, completely grown lab grown oh amazing okay and so various people some people are into the fish some people are making pigs some people are making burgers um, various organisations um, like the Dutch government or PETA P-E-T-A the yeah, people yeah. Always... who occasionally go too far too, quite sometimes it's too much but I like their vibe certainly in 2008 they offered a million dollar prize to the first company that could bring a lab grown chicken to consume it excellent um, and people managed to do it anyway in 2012 they managed to produce this burger. No, sorry, 2013. It was eaten at a demonstration in London. And uh, it cost... <laughs> it took two years to make this burger and cost $300,000. Right, so that's... So, whoa, whoa, whoa. So okay. that was in 2012. Okay. And, sin- and now, in 2019, the same burger cost $9. <gasps> oh my God. So now it's just for and rich people. In... But that'll keep going. Yeah. Oh, let's bring it down. Bring their yeah. price... So Go and shout at them again. <laughs> No, well, well done. Carry on. Now for the poor people. You're Thank doing you. so well. Um, so in that very short space of time, to go from $300,000 to $9 in the space of five years it's is amazing. pretty phenomenal. Keep going. Keep going. And so this, it will eventually, we will get there to a point when we can... Um, red meat and chicken and fish and all of these things don't have to be... It doesn't have to, you know, people who are like, but we need it. And to an extent, I can believe that idea that like you know, that you do feel better if you've eaten red meat or whatever. Absolutely, It's yeah. just the planet can cannot cope with our need at the moment. And so yeah. we are moving towards that. And one of the things they've come up against is that, like, people are like, ugh, <laughs> it was grown in a lab. Whereas, like, yeah, which I do fine? understand, but to an extent you're like, well, the other That's one died. <laughs> yeah. The other one was, like, hung upside down and bled to death in a slaughterhouse. Like, how can you be like, ugh, what's in it? Like, <laughs> But there's no harm come to yeah. it. <laughs> it's crazy. And so a lot of focus groups are sort of trialling the idea of calling it, like, clean meat. Or oh, that's green great. Meat, or, like, trying to find a word that doesn't sound like lab-grown meat. Even Science meat. Science meat. Because <laughs> I think something that, like, climate change, for example... Dick Cheney's government in America made the choice to move from it being called global warming to climate change. Yeah. So climate change just feels like something that happens. And like that's right. just the world has been it goes through an ice age and now it's this. The humans <sighs> weren't involved. Whereas like global warming is like, like when uh, will it stop? When what's happening, you Are know, it's getting, boil? it's getting hotter. Yeah. Whereas like climate change, everyone's like, mm. I don't think it's yeah, a real issue. Yeah, it does sound a lot gentler, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Exactly. Yeah. And that was an active choice um, to change it. And so Bastards. similarly, if we can roll out clean meat and everyone's like, 
Yes, please. Yeah, I'll, I'll eat that clean meat. Better than dirty meat, surely. Um, or super meat, one of the, the one in Israel is called. Super meat, that's great. Super meat. I love super meat. That, that, right, let's get it, behind that. You can hear all like the lads being like, time for a super meat burger, mate. Yeah, are you having a super meat? Rather than you can't hear like, lab-grown meat. Yeah, yeah. mate. No. <laughs> no, but super meat, we can all get behind. Great. Great. Well, so, positives. But that is positive. The clever people are working They're on working it. They're working on it. We're getting, we're trying, and also positives are, you don't have to be like the most vegan person in the world. You can just be a bit and just try if you can. If any, if you want any like... Small uh, positive change. Small positive change. Go and accidentally vegan on Instagram. Um, just have a look around. Get some books. Get some, just do, do some fun research about like, well, what's my favourite food? Well, what, is there an alternative? Like, what can I do? Start, start thinking, buying your clothes secondhand. You don't have to wear a cow. Maybe a bit new. Oh, it doesn't. He's already dead. Get that one. Um, and uh, and yeah, thank you so much. Tweet us if I don't know we said anything outrageously wrong or offensive. And also just for some love at Nobody Panic Pod and email us Nobody Panic Podcast at gmail dot com. Oh, I'm at Stevie and the S is a five. I'm at Tessie Coates. Just your classic letters, alphabetical letters. Classic letters in the correct order. And um, uh, we'll see you next week with someone else, not me. But um, who will it be? It's me and Dr. Parker. Join in for <laughs> the most awkward podcast. <laughs> how to it, be in a shell. It might be how to come out of your shell. How to come out of your shell. It's about being better at parties, and uh, she's got she's got some anecdotes. She's quite bad at parties. And come and see us on June the tenth. We'd love to have you. We would love to have you. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye, bye. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. It, we have a podcast and uh, it might be, I, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging, but it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, we, th- this one is coming. This one's out now. 
Blue Seed Sam's Perfect Brands. <laughs>